I got a little uh, bit of uh, agitation. This kind of comes from USA Today, or it does come from USA Today. Uh, Lindsey Graham, a key ally for the president, said that he's spoken with officials in a number of key states about the presidential election and ballot counting, raising questions about the senator's role as the president Trump continues to promote baseless claims about fraud. So this is the kicker. Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, who, if you didn't know, is a Republican, accused Graham Monday of pressuring him to find ways to exclude and invalidate illegally uh, cast absentee ballots and reverse Trump's loss in the state, an accusation that the South Carolina Republican called ridiculous. Lizzie Graham, how far are you going to go with this BS? It's just the question. Like, it's the crazy part that you guys allowed Trump to get so powerful that even in leaving office, you're afraid to agitate him because of fear of what he can do to his base, which you're using for your base. This is so much of so much of some bitch assy shit that I've never seen in a, a young gentleman as yourself, Lindsey Graham, and we know you're not young. But it's and I don't trust you, and it has nothing to do with your allegiances or your, your, your what partisan side you stand on. It has to do with your character. Your character is flawed, and it's time for you to look in the mirror and wake the fuck up and stop being a little bitch. That's all I had to say to Lindsey Graham. All right, that's all the little parts that I had to say. Did well, you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, moment? with Lindsey, and boy. Is he like a caricature of the crooked politician that's like usually like <laughs> I love the I say that possible flip story where Laura Ingram's like, all right, quit plugging your website and asking us for money. Like when Fox News has had right. like Lindsey Graham, that's telling you a lot. Right. So I mean it's just and again, let me say, listen, if this was a Democrat on this BS, I call the same thing. Oh, we yeah. Live in, we live in the state of Illinois. Uh, if you kind of see some of the some of the quips I took at uh, J.B. Prisker, who's the governor, when we had the Stevie Valles interview, um, I, listen, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you asked about Dick Durbin. Yeah, I don't. These are Democrats. I don't. I don't like the fact. I feel like it's if you don't like the fact that Trump didn't show us who he's connected to financially with his tax returns, J.B. Prisker should be held to the same standard. I'm I'm being uh, I'm being as biased as unbiased, I should say, as possible. Uh, I'm not being partisan whatsoever. I'm trying to hold everybody to a certain standard. And I, I just don't like the fact that something as um, important as the integrity of our election is being played with for by a spoiled rich brat and people are going along with it. It's it's like at some point we all That's have to step country. up. Right. We we all need to step up and be fucking adults. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's ridiculous to say the least. It's it's and then again, it's the fact that you have a, in Georgia a Republican government and Trump tweeted out that Raspinger, uh, the governor, are basically all signed off on it with Stacey Abrams. Uh, and it's just making it seem like this, there's some type of collusion between the three of them. When you know the governor, last thing he wants to do is lose that spot to Stacey Abrams, who was on his ass to get that job in the first place. All right. And the ways that he has been when he left being secretary of state had been sitting there and, and using voter suppression in Georgia and how rampant it is. Then now it, when you have a situation where you probably I know there's going to be a runoff, but you're probably still going to end up with Republican senators there that you just lost. Like, the, why would the Republicans in Georgia give the election to Joe Biden? That doesn't even make sense logical sense whatsoever so and i can't deal when we're stepping outside of logic unless we're talking like sports and those some bs but like in real life shit no nah, man let's deal with some logic and stop being little kids man dude just lost he, he had the second amount of votes highest ever i mean second highest ever all right people turned out he lost all right let's let's get over this you guys are adults stop acting like kids you got your toy taken away from you right. all right just get over it all right and, on the and just just real quick it's, go ahead man 
you know, when you play these games, because this is what it is, it's a show, like, oh, we have to stay loyal to the Republican side, put on the show. And then probably in a couple months when he's definitely out of there, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all legit in Georgia. It's just like, man, can people just stop playing around with the facade all the time? Yeah, and also in a way too, you know, nothing. They're playing with they're playing with our money, you know what I'm saying? Because they use our money, and I'm not saying necessarily when you look at Trump having his lawyers do this, but they lose our money for these little pranks and bullshit that they do, and we think mm-hmm. it's all cute and funny, when it, unless it has something to do with what you prefer or what you like. That's my mm-hmm. little last part of it. All right, on the lighter note, I was looking at thumbing through the news today, and I saw something, and I want to say it made me sad, but I can't say that because. I don't watch this show anymore, but I'm always going to have an affinity for it. And it's the fact that after 28 years, Conan O'Brien is not going to have a late night show any longer. Mm. Yeah. And uh, his show uh, over the last year, I believe, went to a 30 minute format. He's going to have uh, like I think a variety show on HBO Max. Uh, So you can still still get get Conan. But um, I I remember arguing with one of my coworkers because she was a... she was a Jay Leno fan. And I was like, damn, Jay Leno stabbed Conan in his back. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, how the hell did he's going to put a show on at nine o'clock and, and, and do that to Conan? Imagine if Johnny Carson would have done that to Jay Leno. Jay Leno wouldn't have been nothing if Johnny right. Carson started to do a nine o'clock show. Like, if you think Jay Leno was big, you didn't know how big Johnny Carson was back in the day. So I was a little kid and stayed up to watch the last episode of The Late Show with Johnny Carson because Johnny Carson was huge. All right. And listen, your people that you like, Jay Leno, uh, uh, David Letterman, uh, Conan O'Brien, all wanted Johnny Carson's job because of what Johnny Carson did in that job. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That was that was the the, 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 the pinnacle of late night talk show hosting. So, uh, man, always Team Coco, uh, but definitely want to sit here and give a little shout out uh, to, 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 to Conan, man, because his his uh, his little funny, quirky uh, uh, comedy always appealed to me as a youngster. Like, me too. Uh, so it just it always spoke to me. I forget it was to say. Uh, it was the late late show, right? Yes, the late yes. night show. The late late oh, show. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Him after Leno, I would like, I would just race to that TV right after Leno's done and Dude. see Conan and those skits. Right, right. I, I can't think. What was the thing when they had like uh, they put the little cloak around their neck and they'd be like in the year three thousand. <laughs> Like I just and then I know some people don't get it, but it it worked for me uh, throughout my formidable years, basically. You know, so he's been on for 28 years. You know what I'm saying? So we're talking about he started basically when I was I don't maybe just getting out of grade school. Yeah, I, I was like three. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was like I said, I may have been getting out of grade school uh, if you were three. Like, it's when he started. And the first was like, what is this? And then it was like, it spoke to me. And listen, I, when Andy left, the worst part is I didn't get back into it and they formed up formed up again. And I missed the fact that Andy wasn't there because I felt like people, if you didn't get to see when they first started and it was Andy Richter, it was the two of them. But uh, yeah, so definitely shout out to Conan for entertaining us and uh, uh, millions and millions of people for late night all through these years and having the type of integrity and the type of quirky humor uh, that just kept us rolling and laughing with the silly dancing, with the pointing yeah. at his hip. <laughs> just, yeah, like, <laughs> man, so when I saw that, but it's like I said, he's still gonna be on HBO Max. Uh, it's gonna be a weekly, so we'll still get a chance to laugh Good. with the former Simpsons writer. Uh, and Saturday Night Live writer also. 
I definitely want to see that. Did you watch Johnny Carson at all? Were you? Yes. Like, yes. it was yes, like I watched TV Johnny. and stuff. I wouldn't say it was appointment, but he was the he was the dude. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, because remember, there was no. They, they also, this is another thing too. There really wasn't anybody else because, okay, ABC tried. They had Pat Sajak actually had a late night show at one point. All right, yeah, <laughs> no Pat Sajak show. ABC tried. Um, and then you had Arsenio, but Arsenio didn't go up against Carson. He went up against Letterman, right? So what you would have was like uh, on CBS, they would have uh, like four different shows rotating that played one day out of the week. So like on Thursday, it'd be like Silk Stockings, like these two detectives that were supposed to be sexy. Like they show mm. somebody putting on her stockings or whatever. If they, mm. had, or they had like this vampire show. I'm, listen, it, I'm, this is just coming to me right now. They had this vampire show. I think he may have been a cop too. They had like several shows and that, that they, whatever day it was, that, that show would air. It wouldn't play throughout the week. They only had a day. And then, uh, then Arsenio would come on. And the crazy thing was, when Letterman, because he did not get the Carson job, when he decided to leave when Jay Leno got so Jay Leno used to guest host Johnny Carson's show. So when um when when Letterman went to CBS and I used to watch Letterman instead of Silk Stockings and whatever Forever Night. I think it was Forever Night was the uh, the vampire show, right? I think it was Forever Night. Forever I gotta night. I gotta Google that real quick. <laughs> not the Dark Knight like Batman. Uh, the night of the city this, that lives this, forever. It, it populated for every night. night. Television series uh, had three seasons. All right. Um, let me see. It it ran from ninety two to ninety six. Right. So that's and that's around the time that uh, that's Letterman came over. That's around the time Letterman came over. All right. So uh, no, he came over before that. Actually, I'm wrong. He came over earlier than that. I want to say. But anyway, uh, shout out to uh, oh, let me finish this part. I'm sorry. So Letterman will actually, in a way, I hate to say this, will kind of put me to sleep and I wouldn't stay up for Arsenio anymore. Like after I watched Letterman, I was sleepy. And not to say that, uh, that David Letterman isn't uh, funny, but it just, it, he wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, even though, honestly, I watched David Letterman more than I watched Jay Leno. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was more of a Letterman guy than Jay, than a Jay, Jay Leno guy. But um, yeah. So uh, when I agree he did, with that. Yeah. Because like the only reason I brought that up was I never saw Johnny and I know he's the best. And out of all the other late night, like one thing that Conan had on the show, what they weren't the best. In, it's like it's not a Hall of Famer, but it's like one of those really, really good players. And it just had a chemistry and it had like it was like a like how big ticket Kevin Garnett. And then you had Big Baby who was playing really well, like Conan. Right. He was bringing. He was, he was better than. He was big better than Big Baby. He was. Be, yeah. You know who I, I'll play. You know what? This would be this. Uh, this can lead to another off topic. He was Mark Burley, who yeah, is people like are that. pining for to get into the Hall of Fame, which I don't know about that. Mark Burley is my favorite Sox pitcher. Um, I can see it, though. Like, he he was yeah. a bad man. He, he was consistent. And one thing like Mark Burley did, he got in there, he got out, right? Like, Conan, was, it was it was consistent. It was, if you like that style of play, so when using to say get in and got out, Mark Burley would have some of the shortest games in the MLB, mm. like – he did not play up there on the mound. He got the ball back. He was throwing it back to, back to the, his back. Think stop. of a, a more dominant Kyle Hendricks. Very yeah, fast, but more dominant stuff. Good point. Good point. Um, so, yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to our guy, Coco, uh, on your next venture. So, look, I'm a punt. Mark Burley, 
Um, they, and I haven't read any of your articles, but I've been seeing articles saying why, perhaps because it's consistency. And I know they're going to use the fact that no one's going to get it 300 wins anymore, but um, that he should be in, in the Hall of Fame. All right. I got several problems with that. Mark Burley is really good. He's really good. I won't say really, really good, but he's really good. Um, but he never won a Cy Young. I, he was never one of the top two best pitchers in MLB. You don't think just for a little stretch? I want to listen. A couple years stretch? I'm not the top. Like, I don't know if we could say top two, because really, if we go back and look at those names those years who won the Cy Young, then it, Super it good. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think because listen, when I say top two, I can maybe say top three to four easily, but I'm trying to sit there and just yeah. say top two. You know, well, saying, like and, one of the credentials is you got to be like the best at the position best for, for yeah. And I think there maybe like 05, 06 ish around there. He wasn't. He wasn't the best pitcher in MLB '05 because he started he an All Star game, right? Wasn't yeah, it like 05 or 06? He still wasn't the best. Listen, if he was the best pitcher. He should have won. Now he, you can get cheated from winning a Cy Young. Like, 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 clearly, you can. But he would have. He would have won and probably garnered more Cy Young votes. And know? I mean, yeah. his his period of dominance to me is very short. It might be a season mm-hmm. or two. So it's not like you know Pedro Martinez, who's just year in year out. Roy Halladay, right. year in and year out. But especially when 05, he was really good, and I thought he had one of those perfect games in there or a no-hitter, and then he dominated in the playoffs, I felt like that's a little bit of a stretch where you can say he was, like, if not the best pitcher in the AL, maybe the number two. Look, real quick, a look at the career statistics for Burley. May not present a Hall of Fame-worthy resume. He was an all-star uh, five times, won four gold gloves, but he only received uh, Cy Young votes one time. He never let the leagues in wins, earn run average, or strikeouts. He wasn't flashy. This is from uh, Call to the Pin is where I'm reading this off from. So, again, he only got Cy Young votes one time. And you one know? other thing I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. With, they just said he never really led the league in wins. Is that kind of why he no, was in the Cy Young? Well, well back then, but you know, I'll say this. Back then, wins mattered. You right. know I think when, like, uh, what was it? Uh, so Felix Hernandez, what, what was the um, – what was the, the pitcher that uh, for the Marlins? Not the Marlins, yeah. the Mariners. Yeah, Felix Hernandez. I think he was really the first guy to get a Cy Young who didn't have an assortment amount of wins, just like you saw mm-hmm. the Brown a couple years ago. So back then with Burley, you you probably he would have needed wins probably because he's not striking anybody. He's not striking an assortment amount of people out. You know, what I'm saying his ERA wasn't ridiculous. So he he would have needed something to pile on top of that to garner him uh, a Cy Young. Uh, perhaps, you know what I'm saying? But he was really good. I Listen, the fear I have is with uh, power playing uh, Jerry Reinsdorf is that he's about to Harold Baines' situation and put put his thumb on the scale, right? Like, is Tony LaRusso on that committee too? I thought right. I think he is. I think he is on that committee. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's what I – like, I could, listen, this, to me, this has Jerry Reinsdorf written all over it, right? Like, oh, okay. Jerry Russell was about to do whatever the hell he wants before he gets up out of this this yite. I got a quick up for grabs that I just thought of right now. It okay. Is Mark Burley, even if you don't think he's a Hall of Famer, is he the most uh, worthy of the Hall of Fame out of all the past kind of great White Sox? We talk about Canerico and some of those other guys. 
around 05, early 2000s, even late 90s. He's, whoa, you can't put Paul Konerko in the same breath as Mark Broly. And you know, I always got Konerko's, and I do not dislike Paul Konerko. It's just, um, he was a tad bit too much of a fan favorite for me. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like, hmm. You know what that's what right? people would say, you know, I yeah, agree with you. Mm, but people like, would be really? like, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. He, dude, he, but the, the, so the problem one, when I always part of with, with Paulie, Man, really, Paulie only had one year. And I, if, you, if you're a real Sox fan, you know I'm not lying, where he was consistent in both halves. Paulie, I'll say this, he was so good, he would make his numbers up in the half to where they would look good at a decent at the end of the year. And definitely he, he had a good glove on him, you know what I'm saying? And he was a leader, you know what I'm saying? He was definitely a clubhouse leader, you know what I'm saying? But when you start comparing, listen, Paul Conerco, and, I mean, take, take glove work out of it, but you can add it too, it's not as good as Jose Abreu. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the truth of the matter. You know what I'm saying? Like he's well, how many times did Parker Negro lead the league in RBIs? And I know RBI is the biggest stat, but just in general, how many times did he lead the league in RBIs? Mark Burley uh, was damn good at his job. Parker Negro was good. Parker Negro was good at his job. You know what I'm saying? But Mark Burley was damn good. And he was also someone that was a leader too. And this is for a pitcher. A lot of people feel like if you're not an everyday player, that it's harder for you to be a leader. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Out of those guys back then that you're talking about, I would have to see if one. Like me now, I would have to see. And he wasn't with the Sox that long. I would have to see Freddie Garcia's overall stats. I was going to throw at Jim Tomey, but I don't know if he was there long enough to count. He wasn't there. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm saying so when you look at just his White Sox. Oh, to, oh no! It's, I mean, it's his White Sox resume. No. Jim Tomey's career resume from yeah. Indians with well, Cleveland baseball team, I apologize, to Philadelphia to here. Yeah, it's not even a question that Jim Tomey is a Hall of Fame. It's not, that's by all means. He he, got, he earned getting into that hall. Um, but yeah, out of those guys, I think you asked a really good question. Out of those guys, probably, because I feel like if Maglio would have never gotten hurt, Maybe mm-hmm. he would have probably been that guy if he if Maglio would have always been. He had he had some good years when he went to Detroit, but if he stayed Max through that, mm-hmm. Maglio probably would be Hall of Fame worthy. Uh, Jermaine Dye had injury problems before he got here that kind of took away from his career. Um, and Jinx kind of just flamed out a little bit. Oh, Jinx, you don't even you can't even mention Bobby Jinx in the Hall of Fame. And I love me some big bad Bobby Jinx, but you, no. that's like you can't but just because you're he had that dominance for like he was that like he, he, he was a top three closer at uh, uh, at least two years, perhaps. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he was top three. You know, so him like Papelbon, um, you know, like he was up there in that Scotty time. Potts, he was he, would he like, be up there. Mo Rivera, no, hell no. Remember, like, Scotty Pye's best year was that year, and I wonder what. But <laughs> seemed like there was a little bit of tinkering in that off field with some juice. Listen, you talk about Scotty Pye's, but what about that guy that was playing center field with the <laughs> the full mustache running into walls as a Philadelphia? Yeah, uh, Aaron Rowan. Yeah, oh yeah, what about gunned up Aaron Rowan? <laughs> so, Team leader. Right. So, um, no, Mark, bro, that's a good question. Mark Burley probably would, uh, he would be the guys out of that team outside of course, Frank Thomas, but, uh, I mean, Frank's in the hall too, Frank's in the hall. you know, Frank's in the hall. So, so uh, yeah, but that's a good was just super good. Like I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he was a hall of fan. I could see though, why you would keep him out too. Yeah. Listen, would I be, would I be happy somewhat because I've always respected baseball's hall of fame for being as stingy as it is. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. Maybe it mean, it meant something to really earn getting into that Hall of Fame. So as a Sox fan, that. he's my favorite Sox pitcher. Part of me would like it, but a part of me wouldn't like it because it's just, and also it's just like, Jerry, you're just doing whatever to the Hall now, right? It's like, you forced Harold through. Now, here you go. <laughs> like and it's like yeah, I'm a Sox fan. Is that where it started? You, is Harold you know Baines to blame for Tony Larusa's hiring? It's man, man dude, <laughs> listen, you just tracked that one down. You just tracked that one down right there. That's exactly when it started. He listen, when he pulled that through. He was like, I can do whatever. But <laughs> um, if it, if it happens, it will be. Um, I guess I'll be feeling somewhat melancholy. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it's like. It, it, you know what? It's the equivalent of what we opened up the show talking about Lindsey Graham. And yes, we're lefty leaning, but if something that seems odd on the left, it doesn't mean I'm going to like it. That's the same way I'm applying this. I love Mark Burley, right? But I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. And um, and it's unfortunate, but I mean, that it's a credit to him that he played well enough to get into this conversation. You know what okay. I'm saying? But I don't think, if in his heart of hearts, I don't think he believes he's a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Bur- Burley usually doesn't BS. I wonder if, if if you could ask him, and I'm sure he may not want to answer that now because he would be harming himself if he's like, I'm not a Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? But I, just because you're yeah, one like of my if favorite you were players. off the record at a, at a bar right, right. with a bear. With a, with a little juice in him and, yeah. and a, or in a, a, a deer stand somewhere uh, since he likes to sit there and hunt. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I don't. to me, it's, something doesn't sit well. I wouldn't have made a can. <laughs> So, yeah, something doesn't sit well.